What is up, you sexy bastards? It's your boy, Prosciutto, a.k.a. Rabbi Can't Lose, a.k.a. Noah Kagan. Today's episode, I talked about a dinner I had with Peter Thiel. Yes, that Peter Thiel, serial entrepreneur, billionaire investor, co-founder of PayPal and Palantir, and author of the best-selling book, Zero to One, and an original investor in Facebook. About a year ago, I had a dinner with him, my best friend Neville, and John Arrow, and it was a wild experience. So I wanted to share some of the things that I learned from it because George, our intern, was like, yo, can't believe you guys talked about that. Come and share some stuff with me. So that is what we're going to do in this episode. One, uh, here's a few gigantic nuggets you're going to learn. Number one, willpower. Two, what kind of phone he uses. Three, some other really interesting stuff. Stay tuned. <laughs> you're going to enjoy that plus a bunch more along the way. Before we dive into the show, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash okdork. Also, if you've been wanting to launch your own business, but you don't know where to start, Uncle Noah's got you, man. We just reopened our course, monthly1k.com. It's 10 bucks. That's it. It helped thousands of people start their business journey, and it will help you too. Head over to okdork.com slash monthly1k. So first off, low willpower. When we think of billionaires and when we think of, and poor YouTubers, they always are in fancy ass cars and they always get up at 5 a.m. I don't even know. Maybe that 5 a.m. is not even cool anymore. And they're like, dude, I sleep in. I'm, I'm rich. What Peter said about willpower is he has actually extremely low willpower. So, you know, I think we think of these people as like superhuman and it's like they don't drink and they don't eat carbs and they don't all this stuff. And he's not getting up at 5 a.m. He eats desserts late at night. He has low willpower. He drank some wine. And I think that's just kind of a reminder for ourselves. It's not to say that we shouldn't be disciplined and we shouldn't have willpower, but just because someone else does it doesn't mean it's the only way. I think what I've been experiencing lately, I'm like drinking less and, and noticing how that impacts my like mentality in the morning and how I feel at night and how it helps me avoid some of the feelings just when I'm out. And so I was like, oh, well, that's not really helping me be the person I like. So maybe I'm going to be exploring that less. Uh, and so I think just kind of figuring that out for yourself with all aspects of your life. And, and if you do have low willpower, uh, I think he has a private chef. I think he talks about uh, how his assistant in the hotel rooms before he gets there actually removes all the candy from the minibar. It's like, well, shit, if you know you have low willpower, don't make it easy to try these things out or don't make it easy for yourself to get involved in candy and carbs and drinking. Uh, and so I really appreciate the, the human side of Peter. So that, that was kind of a first thing. Second thing, you know, if you're one of the richest people in the planet, you'd expect them to have the greatest phones. You expect them to have like some high-tech shoes. And Peter had some, I think, super old-ass New Balances on. I think he had like an iPhone 8 or iPhone 7. And I thought that was just kind of, and it, you know, he wears like, looks like raggedy ass socks, like Hanes. So again, I think another kind of thing is like, be human and, and spend your money where it actually matters. And I think some of the things that we see for others, like, oh, I have to have these things. It's like, maybe you don't. And if one of the richest people on earth can be seemingly satisfied with that, like there's probably something for all of us to be learning from that. Uh, some of the books he liked, I've read some of them. One was Jeffrey West Scale. Uh, another was the Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test. I've not read that one. And Making the Atom Bomb. The Jeffrey West Scale one, I said, what is a good book on business and growing a company? He's like, Scale by Jeffrey West. So that was something he said. And number three, I, I like how he thought about things. He said, use uh, an axis graph for making decisions. So like, if you have to make a decision, like, what's your X and Y graph axis? So if something is like highly educated, highly uneducated, highly paid, highly underpaid. And I think in this specific example, it's just like, how do we have more visual or graphic representations of how we're trying to think about things? And he had another kind of comment similarly with that, which is like the look ahead function. So he just had these phrases and, you know, the guy is, is really, really bright. I'm not here to get into the politics if you like him about that or not, or what he's involved with. But I, I just specifically as like an intellectual and as a smart person and someone who I've admired for what they've done. I like how he thinks about looking ahead 
And I think, you know, what's the function that you're doing to look ahead? And sometimes if we're just trying to deal with day-to-day, it is harder. But I've noticed that specifically with fantasy football, which you've heard in a previous episode, as well as with AppSumo. And what I noticed is that as I trust the team more and as the team trusts each other more, and as we get our numbers good for like this month and this quarter, I actually have space to think about the future. And so thinking about that in your own relationships and your own health and your own business, a lot of this is business stuff, is what is it that you can take care of today and get dialed in so you're not worrying about today and then you can think about the future and that will help you uh, get further ahead in the future because you're actually thinking about it. So those are some good things within that. One thing surprisingly about Peter is I asked him a lot about longevity and I was surprised he doesn't do more of it. Like if you're a billionaire, it'd be like, I want everything dialed in. I don't even want to touch the ground. And he actually commented, he doesn't think there's really anything happening that's monumental that will help people longevity. I think maybe there's some rich people shit that he didn't tell us, if I'm honest with that one. Because <laughs> they got to be doing some crazy, like, you know, there's rumors about blood boys and plasma. I don't, I don't know or not, but it's just like, basically you swap blood with someone else is what it means, mom. But it's like, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's got to be something going on there uh, at these levels of wealth at the, the nine and 10 figures that us normal seven and six figure people just can never find out. Uh, but he said like fixing the basic things like dementia is one of the keys to it. And for him, he does the basics, right? I think like a lot of us are, are used to with just good sleep, less stress, some activities. Kind of surprising there wasn't more him doing like freezing his body. Uh, he said he might have signed up to this, but he didn't actually talk a lot about that. A few other thoughts that I thought were really interesting is just like how you can really, it's really hard to beat a government. And I, I never really thought of that where governments almost have a, like, think about if you're mad at your city, you could do things, but a city just has like really, really disproportionate power and resources relative to you, uh, to most of us. And he said, companies are mortal, but cities are immortal. And I just was like, dude, I never really thought about that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And he was talking about like, how do you build the San Francisco of Texas or the Stanford of North Dakota? And really trying to understand what are the elements of these things. And so it was just like kind of a conversation about cities and companies and elements and I think what, it, what I observed about him, one, he's just like his horsepower of brain is just so, his brain power is just so damn high. And so it's just like he has time and he honestly interests, you know, he was in the Stanford Law Journal and different things where he's thinking about these things. That's not stuff I think about. And the question is, if, you, if you're not thinking about it, that's okay. Maybe try to do it or just go find friends like him who are extremely bright or put yourself in a place to be able to be around someone like that. Or frankly, you can watch him for free on YouTube or in podcast land. Just go search someone you're interested in and in, in, in podcast on Apple or Spotify. And you'd actually be shocked how much of people specifically you can find and then uh, go deep really listening to. So that was something I really uh, just enjoyed being around him. How I was able to actually meet him for a dinner, he was doing it for charity. And we, we each paid, I think, like 2500 or 5000 And you know, if you think about it, yeah, that's a ton of money for a dinner. And it was actually a pretty good dinner. But just the, the chance to be around someone, if you get that in, your, in our lifetime and Maybe you connect something, maybe they answer a business question, like, could it have easily made 5000 Yeah. Or was it a story uh, that I could use or just learn for myself and benefit others? Yeah. So definitely was worth the money. Uh, a few other kind of comments from things he talked about. We asked about a missed on investment. He said he missed on Coinbase. thought it was interesting. He said that there's a zombification of all thoughts, non-homogenized thought, and uh, meaning that like everyone just kind of thinks in the same way. And so how do you put yourself in a place or in a mindset or in an area where you can actually have unique thoughts? And I was just like, dude, I love that. I like that. That's how he's even framing it. And you can tell it's not that he's that much smarter than us, which he is. And I've been around Zuckerberg. I've been around Bill Gates. They are just smarter than us. Let me be real. Or maybe just me. And, um, but it's just cool to be around it and, and actually at least encourage us to be thinking different. Look, if you can even copy some of his thoughts. That's going to likely help you in your own uh, you know, career. So yeah, don't be a zombie out there. 
he said, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I was like, dude, I love that guy. And that was that, what a, I mean, I think this is like Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, like traditional Errol Nightingale stuff, but just good to hear it from someone else you admire. So show me your friends and I'll show you your future. What a damn good one. He had some crazy shit about Ray Dalio and Bill Gates. He's like, he thinks they're Chinese assets and that a lot of these woke employees are Chinese operatives. I was like, dude, I love that he's not a he's not a zombie thinker, and he has all these like kind of interesting ideas. And you know, a lot of times it's the contrarian or uh, people thinking like, why is it this way, or why couldn't it be that way? And actually, just asking the question. And a lot of time in business, it's you're doing something that no one else thought to do, or someone said that they couldn't do, and that is an opportunity here. Uh, a lot of times, like why? And so I like that at least he's challenging these things. <laughs> I thought, you know, I thought it was really interesting. We talked about Trump a little bit because he was supportive early on of Trump and. I think one of the things that he called out of what he appreciated about Trump, which is, I'm not getting the politics of this shit right now, but like Trump understands people, which Silicon Valley people don't. And I'm from Silicon Valley, so I definitely can resonate with that, where a lot of the world is middle America, yeehaw, Austin, Texas. But like Silicon Valley has their own thing. And I think he saw in Trump of how he really understood the American people. So I was able to win uh, in the first election. And I think Peter really appreciated that. I'd say, yeah, at a high level, it was a special experience. There's like secret service or secret security all over. You couldn't really even tell, which is wild. They were like super nonchalant and they came and scoped the place before and after and kind of walked him out. But he was very gracious with time, never looked at his phone, was really cordial in all the whole interaction uh, and answering literally everyone's question. There's always that one dumbass and there's this guy like, Peter, I have a question about funding. Can you fund my company? And it's like, but he just did it inappropriately. You can do it like you could do that appropriately in that situation. But he was just one of those annoying guys. But overall, like I would say for anyone out there, if you get a chance to meet one of your idols or someone that you admire or someone that you think could be interesting for your career, it is interesting to kind of say like, all right, well, how much is it going to cost or what would it take for this to happen? Uh, what's the upside of it? You know, even if it's just a story. And a lot of times the upside's a lot bigger than you think. So I hope there's one or two golden nuggets in here uh, for yourself. You know, you can go eat cake and still be successful. You can wake up whenever you want and still be successful. I, as I always think about lately, it's what is your own definition of success? and be around great people that are, are doing success that you want to do. And, you know, be kind to yourself along the way. That is a wrap. I hope you love the episode as much as we did in making it for you. Go follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, somewhere else, but especially my newsletter at okdork.com. And if you have any questions you want featured in a upcoming podcast, go to okdork.com slash ask Noah. Have an exciting day. <laughs> What's your favorite perfume? cologne people still wear that stuff i did in high school and i was like dude i'm not I'm not 16 anymore 